You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad on Scattery Island, which is in the estuary of the Shannon, outside Kilrush. And looking over Kilrush is not too far away. And John McQueen is here with me of the Office of Public Works, who is a guide on the island. John, thanks a million for coming for a chat. Yep, great How to be here. How far are we from Kilrush? We're just about a mile now from the town of Kilrush, actually. Yeah, just a mile in where. Yeah, and uh, what struck me a few minutes ago as I was standing here looking over there, it reminded me a little bit of Grosseal in the St. Lawrence River okay Tom and I yes, indeed, indeed, right that, indeed. Um, because it's very similar as you come in after yes, that yes um, but we're here in the mouth of the Shannon Scattery Island has a history gone back to not too long after St. Patrick correct exactly very early uh, Christian site very early monastic settlement the local our local saint who founded a monastic settlement here was born in the year 488 just born four miles east of Kilrush and of course I was, the main part of his life was the amount of travelling that he undertook and how he's commemorated in so many places but anyhow after all his travelling he arrived here to Sketchy Island in 532 so very early Christian site to establish his monastic settlement and of course the story here is all very much like St. Patrick's story and any idea so why he would have picked here? I, I guess just proximity, I, proximity, proximity exactly proximity where it is born exactly and an island site as well as was offered yes. uh, offered great um, you know isolation and so forth which I suppose was the feature of a lot of old monastic settlements as well in Ireland and unlike a lot of other areas around here there's not a lot of rock on the island no not a lot of rock no no it's very fertile soil here as well as very much uh, very light soil alert and so forth yeah, mm-hmm. not, not, not a lot of so rock so it would have very arable very arable exactly very arable as well so indeed, from yes. a gardening perspective it would exactly that it would have been quite sufficient even in those days exactly yeah, it would indeed yeah. uh, fishing and so forth as well yeah. so then St. Senan at that time um, I understand he was born next door to you yes he was indeed you weren't around at the time no no no, no but, <laughs> but uh, his, his birthplace is still there anyway my field is right beside it actually right. it is, there's a birthstone marking uh, where he was born and there's a holy well there as well of course and uh, there's a big 30 acres uh, marsh area we, we would call it a, part of it is a lake as well and it was an old pilgrimage many years ago on his feast day of having um, the pilgrimage out there as well in Nicolaima right. where I live myself yeah. John yourself what got you into history? Well I've well, been born locally I suppose yeah. Yeah. obviously we're very, I was very familiar with the, um, with the, the history of St. Sinan growing up and so forth yeah. Yeah. so that's probably what um, spurred it on absolutely yeah. and that's cool, did you, that's like cool yeah I did of course enjoyed it alright it's rich in the early Christian um, history and so forth yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, cause like it's a something I find with people yeah. either like it well, you're Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And here it's so wide ranging as well because you, you have layers of history of 1500 years going back to St. Sinan's time, arriving in 532, all the way up to 1978, or even up to 1989 when the government of Ireland, the Office of Public Works, purchased the island. So you have, you have layers of history. And so yes. Now, I know um, because you and I have chatted before we, we started uh, talking yes. here that the construction on the island runs for about uh, nearly 700 years. Correct, it does indeed. Yeah, the earliest roads we have is the highest hill in, uh, called in Gaelic name for the Ard in an angle Ard as in, as in high the church of the hill of the angels that's the earliest ruins 7th or 8th century ruins the most recent one then is the, the church that you first uh, arrive or meet is the by the graveyard or, or called Champel Namarov meaning church of the dead so that is from the 14th 15th century yeah, so it was. and the construction of all these these are all strong construction so it would have been relying very heavily on artisans 
uh, whether they were local or whether they were part of the monastic yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah exactly it was, they would, as you say skilled um, skilled craftsmen so to speak as well and so forth and of course it was considered a great honour to be involved in church building as well of course as well so probably would have been and a factor and as well yeah I know we mentioned this earlier on mm-hmm. again that because uh, say it's a fertile island and um, unlike other places where there was a lot of rock all the stone that is here in the construction would have had to be brought onto the island it would indeed yeah it would yeah it's a very light size like a garden here as well so I suppose obviously they've used what's available alright to make the field divisions and that but a lot of the building zone has been you know even proven by geologists that had to be taken in from the mainland and there was, there was fortunate enough there's a lot of local quarries in the Kilosh area but there's even one just maybe two miles up the river there just on the left hand side it's an industrial plant now but um, we believe would have been taken in from there as well and then the monks or whoever yes yes um, monks yes. over the period of the time they would have been Sennant obviously developed a reputation yeah, of course exactly I'm sure his followers it was um, a, a Bishop Odron that followed after St. Sennant and so forth down through the centuries but as you say St. Sennant established it and I suppose you know you could say started off and it followed on after after him um, you know as needless to say there would have been all wooden churches and wooden huts in the early days obviously for living accommodation and so forth as well but um, there, I'm sure where the stones uh, churches are built now would have been very special places on the island all great significance as well of course indeed yeah. now we're standing with our backs to a, a, a tower house correct yes which is down very much down it is it is indeed and as we see at the information fact there it's called O'Cahan's Castle so of course O'Cahan is the Gaelic word for the very popular uh, family surname of Keane yes. known as Keane's Castle and it says mid, mid 16th century tower house so for more history books anyway what we know is it was one several stories high with two um, battlements on each side of it and of course obviously with location in it, it would have controlled entry onto the island as well of course it was strategically located but the Keane family anyway have had a, they've had um, association with Sketchy Island down through the centuries almost going back to Transcendence time because they were known as there's a technical word for it called Coarb C-O-A-R-B-S that means they were stewards to the monastic lands and they were very much caretakers of um, of the monks and so forth so they've had very long association with Sketchy Island and you're probably one of the earliest names because in, in many other parts of the country yes the tower house was associated with either the landlord well, or, or, and didn't necessarily have good connotations that's true as well yeah but I think it was probably different here but it didn't as you say in the mainland and around the countryside that's true yeah with the yeah. tower house and so forth yeah the Gaelic chieftains and so forth as well and that yeah. as well yeah and uh, I know Cahan is, is a very strong it is very strong yeah Keane of course yeah, yeah. In family name yeah. of Keane it is indeed yeah so. so they would have come really after the monastic settlement probably after the monastic settlement yeah but they'd be probably gone they would be the earliest name we can associate with the island the, the, the name of Keane right and then there was farming here on the island correct there's farming here on the island there was indeed yeah um, there was farm, um, farm the land was very fertile it was indeed and well farmed and obviously it's totally organic and natural as well and so forth yeah. <laughs> it is indeed yeah so John this area here was not badly affected by the famine no the, the, that's the amazing part about it it was indeed that actually the main repopulation of Sketchy Island occurred around 1843 because um the river piloting for the River Shannon was taking place at a place called uh, Pilot Hill, which is up near Lophead in Kilbaha there in Westlayer. And in 1843, there was a large cargo ship called the Windsor Castle, and it was carrying a valuable cargo of cotton, indigo, sugars and spices. It ran aground up no, near Lophead. So the river pilots from Lophead area, they rode out and they, ca- they rode, or they, they, they towed the ship to safety, to save it from being plundered and so forth, and to save the cargo on it. And there was a 
a very a long drawn out court case over receiving the compensation for salvaging the ship afterwards but when the court case was concluded anyhow some of the river pilots received 140 pounds some 160 which is an awful lot of money at, at the time in 1843 and the island at that time there was a landlord's agent who had a summer house here on Scatry Island his name was Marcus Keane and he saw the opportunity with the river pilots who were back in Kilbah area back in Lupit that they printed money so he enticed them or made it attractive for to um, to relocate for them to relocate over here to Scotty Island and they were delighted to relocate back to locate to Scotty Island and when they arrived in Scotty Island they brought with them the traditions of farming and fishing and river piloting the, the river Shannon up and down the river because of course they had great local knowledge of it and knew it so well so that was um, and the population actually flourished so much that by 1881 there was as many as 141 people here so that's um, very significant they were a very high point in the population also very significant significant in, in, in that it was after the famine times and whereas the town itself of Kilrush suffered very severely whereas the island here the population actually flourished and the main difference here was that the islanders would have been allowed to fish and the land wasn't um, intensively farmed before that and uh, to put it in context mm. the number of families what kind of an area are you looking at then that they were occupying the island well it was 180 acres so they, they were allocated some were allocated about 10 acres and some 6 acres you know yeah. which is very sufficient for them because they had their gardens and as long as they had a, they could have had you know a few pigs and your pork steak and you'd have bacon and so forth right. and then of course you would have um, a cow or two cows and you could have milk and make butter and sketchy but it was very renowned so you know as long as it's a small farm they were happy enough with that and then, you know some got 10 acres some got 6 acres so they would have been looked on as quite well off. They're quite well off they were indeed and of course their main occupation was what we call the river piloting the yeah. ships up and down the river guiding the ships up and down the river Shannon and of course the river Shannon is tied up as far as Lumic City which is another yeah. 24 miles up the river so that, that was very rewarding for them financially so that's what they were looked on as and that was called down through the year so it was correct a year round it wasn't yeah, correct yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah, they were yeah, exactly so either seasonally farming or yeah, exactly exactly that's true so, so that was very significant in that they were renowned as being quite well off they were indeed. and of course there's a lighthouse down the end as well. There is a lighthouse uh, down at the end of Sketchy Island and it was first built in 1872 and in 1933 then it was, it, used, it was made automatic prior to that it used a gas, a propane gas and um, it, in more recent times the, the lighthouse in it was converted to solar panels in in 2002 and it has a 10 mile range and it's still in operation it's that was quite operation. progressive it was wasn't the uh, going back even as far as like 1932 it was indeed yeah. it was very needed down there as well obviously coming up the river Shannon you know to guide them that they wouldn't hit the rocks from the island and yeah. so forth as well so it's as I say it's still, it's still in use today and there's a battlement down there the there is indeed just and uh, obviously with the lighthouse keeper's house beside it as well the old cottage that's well, the only house that's on private here on Scotland yeah. Island and it's been renovated now as a prayer centre, a Bible centre, uh, which is good to see because it's constructed with the finest of cut stone block as well. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's um, a, f- a fine it's, it's an example of an early 1930s cottage. And then there's um, uh, west of the lighthouse, you have that big blockhouse defensive structure, it's Napoleonic gun battery. So, of course, Napoleonic then would refer to Napoleon Bonaparte in France when he was conquering through Europe. Ireland was under British rule at the time so Francis is a good friend of Ireland and uh, his army might arrive in Ireland and maybe with the support of the Irish they would attack over into England and they, um, the British were getting very worried about that so they went into a big frenzy anyhow and they decided to build six of these gun backs on the lower river Shannon there's four built on the County Clare side and two on the North Kerry 
side as well. So the, mm-hmm. he's going back. So they're unique to the lower river Shannon. Their, their construction builds the finest of cut stone block. The blockhouse structure could contain capacity for 24 soldiers. And then topped in your two big howitzer guns in a D shape where there were six little positions or little railings where there's 24 pounder guns. So it's a very big formal defence structure. And of course, the gun bats were never really used by the French invasion when Napoleon d- didn't happen when, of course, Napoleon Bonaparte got beaten at the Battle of Waterloo in 1815. But the British decided there were still very good defensive structures. So, in other words, the garrison soldiers there up to about 1893 as well in the gun bats. Unique to the lower river Shannon because elsewhere on the coast of Ireland, the Matteller Towers, which is designed yeah. over ship as well. Um, there's a beautiful round tower up there. There is a yeah, very and, and unique, and I and I mentioned above that it's got a belly in it. Correct, a very distinctive round tower. As I say, it's, it's very, very, very um, unusual. It's one of what the two and a store at the ground level. Very, very unusual. Normally, all round towers, the doors are third of the way up, and it's um, very. It also got struck by lightning then in the 1800s, and it's quite noticeable now because it's, it's just kind of missing a top, a corner on top. But at the same time, it's still very well preserved round tower. But it has a kind of a bulge on the on north side of it as well. It's very, it's, it's in great condition. It is, it is. And when was the last, when did people leave here? The people left here in 1978, or I should say, the, the last brother sister left in 1978, but going back many years before that, the, the, the main reason people left the island was in 1954, the river pilot station was situated at the southern end of Sketch Island, um, beside the lighthouse. Yeah. So in 1954, the, the size of the ships get a lot larger, and the Limerick Harbour boat who operated the river pilot system on the river wanted to use a motorboat for bringing the river pilots to the ships, rather than, than depending on the rowing boats. So the best, it wasn't suitable to install a motorboat at the southern end of the island, so the best solution was to close the Sketch Island station, transfer it over to the mainland over in Kappa right. in 1954, and of course being a river pilot it was a very well paid job, so there's plenty of money they were well able to purchase houses and lands over the mainland and once one family started to leave the island the others followed until Sketchy Island was finally depopulated in 1978 So in the heyday then there would have been a school here as well. Correct yeah there were indeed 1930s and 40s here there was many 14 families here and there could have up to maybe 20 or 25 students and yeah. the schoolhouse was situated just uh, north of the pier right. as well yeah there wasn't So if someone wants to come over here the island is open from May as it Yeah generally but yeah, generally in normal years it's open from May, May to the end of September Right, and the ferry, uh, book your ferry over right, around yeah, the Kilroach that's an independent company. Exactly, an independent company, very fortunate, we're a very good ferry company now run by Irene Hamilton, uh, it's uh, sketchyislandtours.com, so they have a daily schedule in... Um, and people can just go online and uh, make a booking for they can take a two and a half hour trip here or they can go for a longer stay for four and a half hours it depends what they right. wish and when they get off the boat they're met by someone exactly. an expert like yourself well, and my, fantastic welcome and, and my colleagues and my yeah. colleagues as well so we're a great team we all enjoy working together as well so yeah. one of the OPW team so you'll be met by a tour guide and it will take you around to the, the monastic side of the island and they, um, they explain to you all about the history of it and the long history of it as well and so forth and some people didn't Afterwards, when the tour is complete, they might like to go for a little walk and maybe down to the lighthouse and gun battery and so right. forth. Yeah. And um, when we came out, we got the two o'clock ferry. We're due to get back, so mm. you're roughly two hours on the island, and that's yes. really enough. So, if someone what they should do is allocate the afternoon. They could exactly, exactly. They could indeed. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure there's no better place to be on a fine day, so to speak. There is, yeah. and the scene there today, particularly, we're looking out, and the, mm. the, the, the Shannon is like a river. It's like it a is river it, exactly. It is indeed. Yeah. It is beautifully calm. Right. Indeed, calm as well. It is indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Well, John. It's been a real pleasure getting to know you and learning all about the island. And I encourage anyone who's certainly in coming in when Shannon, the flights open up in Shannon again. Um, this is a part of the country you definitely have to take. Yes. Well, thanks very much, Austin. Thank you. Thank you.